0: Why Life Becomes a Suffering There was a young man, and he went through lots of troubles in his life. Then one day he met a great master. And the master gave a pat on his back, raised him up, and said, You have come closer to the reality of life. You realize what life is all about. You have realized that life is a suffering. But you should also know why life becomes a suffering. And the master out of compassion started telling a story of an emperor and a beggar. In the nearby kingdom, there was a mighty emperor who was famous for his generosity. One day outside his palace, the emperor was enjoying his morning walk when he met a beggar, a very old man, half-naked, with just a begging bowl in his hand. The emperor could not resist himself and so asked the old beggar, What do you want? The beggar laughed and said, You are asking me as though you can fulfill my desire. The emperor was offended. He said, Of course, I can fulfill your desire. What is it? Just tell me and you will get it. The beggar smiled and said, think twice before you promise anything. The beggar was no ordinary beggar. He had disguised himself as a beggar, but in reality, he was the emperor's past life master. In the emperor's last life, the master had met him and said, I will come and try to awake you in your next life. This life you have missed, but I will come again. But now the emperor had forgotten completely, who remembers past lives? Between birth and rebirth, the memories remain, but when birth takes place, the memories of past life are forgotten. A highly evolved conscious soul could recollect the memories of past life but that is a very rare exception. So the emperor also had no memory of his past life and that the beggar who was standing in front of him was not a beggar but his master. The emperor insisted. I will fulfill anything you ask. I am a very powerful emperor. What can be in this world that I cannot give you? I am the emperor. Please ask whatever you want and it will be given." The beggar smiled and said, It is a very simple desire. You see this begging bowl? Can you fill it with something? The emperor said, Of course. He called one of his ministers and told him, Fill this man's begging bowl with money. The minister went and got some gold coins and poured it into the bowl. And it disappeared. And he poured more and more. And the moment he would pour it, it would disappear. And the begging bowl remained always empty. The whole palace gathered By and by the rumor went throughout the whole capital, and a huge crowd gathered. The prestige of the emperor was at stake. He said to his minister, If the whole kingdom is lost, I am ready to lose it, but I cannot be defeated by this beggar. Diamonds and pearls and emeralds, his treasuries were becoming empty. The begging bowl seemed to be bottomless. Everything that was put into it, everything immediately disappeared, went out of existence. Finally, it was evening and the people were standing there in utter silence. The emperor dropped at the feet of the beggar and finally admitted his defeat. He said, just tell me one thing. You are victorious. But before you leave, just fulfill my curiosity. What is the begging bowl made of? The beggar laughed and said, It is made up of the human mind. There is no secret. It is simply made up of human desire. The emperor felt sorry. He could not control himself, he started crying. He kissed the feet of the disguised beggar, and the beggar touched the emperor with his divine touch. The emperor finally realized who the beggar really was. He could go back to his past life and realized that his master had fulfilled the promise he had made to him, the promise of waking him up. In the last life he had missed, this life he wouldn't. How compassionate and kind-hearted the master was, that he came in the disguise of a beggar just to awaken him, just to bring consciousness within him. It is said that the emperor left his empire in the hands of his son and went away with the master. Nobody knew where he went, but even today his devotion towards his master is being recited, sung, danced, and orally enacted in dozens of languages in many Asian countries since many centuries. The master paused and looked into the eyes of the young man. The young man was overwhelmed by the compassionate master who told him such a wonderful, insightful story that he couldn't control his feelings. He started crying. And with every drop of tear, he was coming closer to existence, to the reality of this human life. How deep was the message? And how profound was the answer to the question of why life becomes a suffering. The young man was so much engrossed in listening to the insightful words of the compassionate master that he didn't realize that he had sat through the entire night and now he could see the first rays of the morning sun enlightening the sky. A new day had begun, the old had died, and a new man was reborn. Now there was no looking back, now there was no question, no doubt. The sky was clear, and he was ready to fly. The word of the Divine Master is the seed of God, and it is only through the seed of God that joy comes to the heart. The Holy Bible says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Joy comes with the morning. Morning symbolizes consciousness. For it is only when consciousness comes, you become awake. Desires never end. Today you want something, tomorrow you may want something more. And the cycle of more and more and more simply never ends until your journey of life ends in the graveyard. The mind is the most terrible prison. It is a prison of desires. You may walk around believing that you are free, but you aren't. You may have earned your freedom from the people you dislike, but still, You remain a prisoner of your mind and the mind is not going to let you live freely. It is going to ask for more and more and more and no matter how much it gets, the begging bowl is going to remain empty. The mind is a prison. It cannot find any freedom anywhere. It must die before freedom comes to you. But we have taken the mind as us. We are identified with it. This death of mind never happens to us. It never occurs to us. The only way out is to drop the mind, to live in a no-mind state. The mind is the world and no mind is freedom from the world. The mind is misery and no mind is the end of misery and the beginning of ecstasy. The mind is a dangerous master but a beautiful servant. If you rule your mind, life becomes a garden of bliss. But if the mind rules you, then life becomes a hell. The mind is behind desires. The mind is always restless. The mind will make you so restless that you become a slave of your mind. Remember, appeasing your mind will never bring peace. Rather, It will add more noise to your life. Rule your mind or it will rule you, says the Buddha. What is freedom? And the answer that often comes to the table is, freedom means being able to do whatever I wish to do. But then, who is this I? This I is your mind. And that is the greatest irony of this human life. Becoming a slave of your mind and doing what your mind wants you to do, if that is what you mean by the word freedom, then it is not freedom, but a confirmed ticket to hell. It is only when the mind is dropped that the self wells up. But how to drop the mind? How is that possible? Everything is possible when you start walking on the path of truth. Truth is the way to God. Dropping the mind is only possible when the mind is purified. Unless and until the mind is purified, you cannot drop the mind. All religious scriptures written under the sky are simply to help you to purify your mind. The mind is like the mirror, you have to daily clean your mind just the way you clean your body. That is why every religion asks you to read the holy scriptures, Bible, Quran, Gita, Bodhisattva. No matter what religion you follow, the sole purpose of all religions is simply to help you to purify your mind. Reading holy scriptures on daily basis is a wonderful and divine way to keep your mind under control. It's a beautiful way to overcome the restless mind and feel the self within. Whenever you feel depressed, whenever you are frustrated, you always have a solution. Just sit down and start reading any holy scripture that you like, that you follow. Everything, all solutions to your life problems are very much scripted in the holy book that you read. What you are searching on the outside is very much within you, with you. There was a woman and she said, I am looking to buy a book of a holy Bible. And I am not able to get here where I live because there are no shops around. So I said to her, Why don't you read it on the internet?" And she was like, she never knew that can also happen. So many times you don't remember the possibilities through which you can find what you are searching for. Always remember. You are responsible for all your problems and for the current state of your life. Until you realize this truth, life will appear to be a problem rather than an adventure to be lived. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Your unending desires are the cause of your unending sufferings. Your unending miseries. You are attached so much to your desires that anyone who comes in between is blamed and targeted. You are running behind your desires. The mad race continues unless you realize that the begging bowl is never going to fill up, no matter how much you try. The begging bowl. Is never going to fill up. And this begging bowl. Is your mind. The mind never stops. The emperor offered his entire kingdom. Still the begging bowl. The mind was not filled up. It is still hungry for more. It is still asking for more. And this hunger for more. And more is eating you every day and you are still running to satisfy the unending desires of your mind. It is a vicious circle, the circle of desires. This is how the cycle of birth and rebirth continues until you have become conscious of what you are doing to yourself. Once a man visited a saint and asked, Why man is not happy? Why he is always unsatisfied? Why? And the saint said, Because he ignores what he has and runs behind what he doesn't have. That is why a man is never happy. You wanted a good job, a good wife. Or a husband, children, car, house, you got it. But even then the mind is not willing to stop. It wants more. No matter how much you try to satisfy the mind, the mind is like that beggar's bowl. The mind is like that beggar's bowl, always wanting more and more and more. It simply is never satisfied. Stop running behind the mind, for the mind will never let you rest. There is no rest for a man who is enslaved by his mind. Until you are ruled by the mind, there is no way for the soul to well up. Your soul is beautiful, but the mind has taken control. So the soul cannot speak. All the noise that you hear is of the mind. In meditation, the mind comes to disturb you. It creates a lot of noise by producing many thoughts. That is why it is said that unless the mind is stopped, meditation cannot happen. The soul always knows what to do to heal itself. The challenge is to silence the mind. Silence the mind and the soul will speak. It is only when the mind is dropped that the self is realized. It is a long journey. But somewhere, sometime the journey has to start. Always remember, a journey of thousand steps should begin with a single step. The spiritual journey does not consist of arriving at a new destination where a person gains what he did not have or becomes what he is not. The spiritual journey consists in the dissipation of one's own ignorance concerning oneself and life and gradual growth of that understanding which begins with a spiritual awakening. The finding of God is coming to oneself. It is only when you come closer and closer to yourself you will experience God, you will find God nobody can make you angry and nobody can make you happy whatever you feel is bubbling from your own unconsciousness from your own past nobody is responsible for your situation except you nobody is responsible for your situation except you unless you realize this There is no way out. Accepting your own mistakes becomes difficult because the mind is not willing. The mind has its own agenda. Drop this mind. Overcome this mind. Rule over this mind. For this is the way, the only way to live a blissful life. Meditate.